0: You're listening to the Customer Service Secrets Podcast by Customer. I
1: right, welcome everybody to the Customer Service Secrets Podcast. Today, we're going to be talking about how to build a brand strategy that drives your customer experience. <laughs> this is going to be a fun one. To do that, we brought on Bettina Papirio-Farber. Um, I I don't know if I've said that perfect, Bettina, but right now, she is the VP of Strategy and CX at one and all agency. Bettina, thanks so much for joining. How are you?
0: I'm doing great, Gabe. And you were as close to <laughs> saying my name correctly as you will ever get. <laughs> just, saying it's the first time.
1: <laughs> yeah, let's just leave it at that then. You know, I've done worse. Let's just go with the flow then. Um, would love to start and just hear a little bit about your professional background, what you've been doing over there at one and all agencies.
0: Absolutely. Yeah. Um, My position as VP of strategy and CX, I'm I'm really here to support purpose-driven brands in their uh, missions. Uh, That goes from for-profit to non-for-profit, working with them and guiding them through um, connecting their mission and purpose with their customers. And CX obviously plays like a huge role in that. Yeah. Knowing who you're talking to, and and also how that flows with your brand, so it's a perfect topic to to be here and talk to you about.
1: Yeah, yeah, we were so glad when we um, kind of stumbled upon your profile. I just feel like that mission-driven brand experience for CX, it just um, is sometimes an overlooked component. And excited to jump into that today. Also, usually like to ask before we uh, dive into the meat of the conversation. Just a, a fun facts, embarrassing moments, um, anything um, just to kind of humanize you a little bit, <laughs> anything come to mind that you mind uh, sharing with the audience?
0: Oh, embarrassing moments, probably too many and not ready to share. <laughs> but uh, <laughs> I think I always surprise people that I don't really like lobster. I'm not very impressed.
1: Uh, <laughs> I do prefer
0: anything that that uh, contains crab. And okay. uh, <laughs> yeah, uh, always a fan of that. But, you know not a lobster. lobster the king of shellfish doesn't doesn't uh, impress me much that's as
1: Shania twain it, says <laughs> i just watched that on uh i just watched her thing on netflix or whatever that was a really fascinating documentary um lobster okay yeah truthfully i'm probably mostly a shrimp person but i am pretty impressed with lobster so i might have to agree to disagree with you but I guess <laughs>
0: that's
1: that. okay you know. <laughs> just, just this once um, okay, let's dive into the topic at hand. So as you, let's see, the best way to probably start, maybe let's go big picture here, you know, as you think about building brand strategy that that really elevates this customer experience, how would you, how do you start to structure that? How do you frame it?
0: Well, for me, you know, chatting with the organizations that I work with, um, either at one and all now, or even at any time, yeah. for me, it's it's really I always say, "Do you know that you have a gap?" And I I think that most brands and when they develop brand strategy don't really recognize that there is a gap between mm-hmm. what they think that they are doing in customer experience or for their guests and for their customers, or and how the customer perceives it. So <laughs> it's true. That, it
1: is, um, Honestly, I mean, I run into that in my own life. I think I go to the gym three times a week, but my wife tells me I never go. So I see that. (laughs) I see that all the time. No, but that must happen a lot, right? I mean, we always think we're probably delivering a slightly better experience than people, maybe our customers agree.
0: Well, you know, I find that we are human centric. We are customer centric. Everybody Mm -hmm. says it. And it's not that they're not trying to be. I, I work with more and more organizations who have an understanding of the importance of, of CX. Yeah. That superior CX does impact their brands. And so it's not like they're not working on it, but the truth is, and I love statistics and data. I think if you work in customer experience, you you have to like data because it's what drives what you're doing. But about 80% of companies believe that they deliver the CX that their customers want. And when you survey the customers, only about 8% agree. <laughs> so there's a huge gap between perception and reality, or let's just say the customer perception is different than your own perception and the brand perception. And if if you do a customer... Um, satisfaction ratings even there we find you know up to 80% gap of how satisfied um, customers are with the experience versus how satisfied the brand thinks that customer is and so it's it's digging into for me when I what I tell my brands and the organizations that I work with have an understanding of the reality and I think what needs to be understood here is that the customer perception is the reality. It's not your reality. <laughs> yeah.
1: Yeah. Because oftentimes people probably take that, you know, they they do so much internal work. They, you know, what do we think we are? Who do we want to be? And that voice of the customer maybe isn't influenced at all. And the reason that becomes so important is because as we're trying to kind of define that brand, getting that voice of the customer, Really starts to elicit what maybe your brand really should be. I, I, am I understanding that mm-hmm. correct? Yeah.
0: Absolutely. I mean, voice of the customer is a uh, incredibly important tool to utilize because you can you can plan and plot as much as you want as a brand. Even in your brand strategy, right? You can define your look and feel. You can talk about the tone and your value proposition and you can go out there and you can do your darndest to advertise that let's say right you can you can do your best to design an experience around the uh value proposition and the purpose that you have to find for your brand but really the reality is that the experience is no longer defined by the brand defined by the organization but it's user defined it is defined in the moments that it is experienced and that experience is so subjective it is it is clouded and uh influenced by everybody's personal position right now i i don't know how else to put it but right your upbringing where you're from your cultural influences what's important to you right now I always tell my brands, let's figure out what the gap is. Let's figure out if there is a gap. And most of the time there is. And then <laughs> let's bring in the voice of the customer and see how how that can guide us to really understanding what the reality is.
1: Yeah, I think that's super valuable. It's a great point. Maybe something that is often overlooked. Do you feel like, you know, it seems like when it comes to brand, and I'm wondering if you feel like the the, the customer voice plays a big role here is, A lot of times I hear people talk about the struggle to determine, I think you said maybe that like value prop or our core differentiator, what makes us special. Um, Mm -hmm. Again, is this is a place where you feel like the the customer voice can come in and help organizations determine what is that, you know, maybe real big thing or that differentiator value prop, whatever you want to define that, that helps you stand out in the market. Because I know that's always a challenge to come up with.
0: I think, yes, I I, I definitely think so. Although, um, well, let me take a step back. I think you're right. I think that the voice of the customer can help define your value proposition in the sense that it should define or help define how you, what you deliver. Mm. but I think it is, it can completely define it. Right. Right. And I think that's where the tension, the struggle is. Right. So the challenge is brand strategy usually gets defined from the top.
1: Yeah, It
0: gets developed with filtered information. You know, what do we, who, who are we, what is our product or what is our service? What is our mission? Mm. How do we, um, how do we translate that into benefits for our customer? that's, you know, the value propositions, uh, the value proposition and the benefits derive out of generally out of the um, who you want to be as a brand, what you stand for in in relation to your competitors. And that is a very valuable starting point because you are, you have to understand your differentiation in the marketplace first Mm -hmm. and foremost, right? And then You have to decide how you message that differentiation. And I think that's where the voice of the customer comes in. Mm. That's where if you understand, if you put a CX lens, if you put a voice of the customer lens onto your brand strategy, I think then translating your value proposition into language and points of connection with your customer Yep. That's where that bridge is established, yeah. right? Because, um, the brand strategy or the brand, the value propositions, the 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 unique differentiators, uh, the benefits, that is kind of that kind of sums up the your purpose. It kind of sums up why you exist as a brand and right. what the essence of your company is. But Love then. How you want that experienced in the moment within each interaction, that's where the CX lens needs to be put on it. And the challenge is that all too often that doesn't happen.
1: Yeah, I was going to say that, you know, it's one thing to come up with, I'll say the word brand strategy, it's another to, you know, execute it at a level that, you know, becomes becomes reality it isn't just this kind of pie in the sky conversation where, where do you feel like you've seen and maybe I'm jumping around here a little bit but if you see great companies be able to to take a strategy that you know includes some of these concepts we've been talking about and actually implement it in a way that like makes it meaningful or it does seem like oftentimes these are words on a screen or words on a wall that maybe don't get translated to the front line very well
0: Yes, and I am um going to name uh, some big ones, yeah. right? I, I, but but I think that is where um they are big and they're successful because they're doing it well, and they're investing the right amount of time into evaluating those things. Mm. um and and finding the intersection and connectivity between their brand between their brand their brand experience and their customer experience and um a first one that comes to mind i'm an absolute <laughs> actually three i am uh, absolutely loyal to these three brands yeah. and i think that they do and i think i am loyal because they're speaking to uh, i'm they're speaking to me as a customer and they're doing it right, right. which is southwest is one okay. of them okay Um, I think that uh, although I haven't seen their brand strategy documents, everything in in their brand experience and how they talk about themselves as a brand, which is look and feel and messaging, ladders up with the experience that you have at the airport, on the plane, getting a ticket. Yeah. It is very, very uncomplicated. And the other that. thing right. is it is very, very, very much filled with love. Right. So and I say that in quotation marks, which nobody can see. But I think at some point they, they had a heart on everything. And mm. I think that that really shows through in terms of the way they the flight attendants approach you the way they help you on the ground. Yeah. Again, the app is very well constructed in the user great experience. Example.
1: Yeah, it's like the whole thing matches with the overall strategy. That's a great, they've permeated that throughout the organization.
0: Yeah, and, that's and I know some people hate them. I I'm <laughs> I feel like, but I feel like, just to make a point on that, on yeah. what I just said is, I think a lot of brands, when it comes to Brand strategy, as well as using customer experience to enhance the brand strategy, don't realize that part of what you have to do is decide who your audience is. And I know actually maybe a lot of listeners will say, well, of course we decide who our audience is. But what I mean by that is I am convinced that Southwest made a very conscious decision that the business traveler who likes to get status who likes to fly in first class, who likes to have an assigned seat is not their target audience. Mm. And they, ha- they haven't tried and they're not trying to design an experience for that person. Yeah. And I think that's a very important thing to realize for brands is when you're designing an experience stay consistent. You have to stay consistent in your touch points and in your experience design. And sometimes that means you're alien alienating a certain component of, of potential market share, right? Okay. But that's okay. If you're capturing who you want to capture. Yeah,
1: that's, I think, the key, right? It's nowadays, it's about not pleasing everybody, but it's finding your market, your niche market. You know, sometimes I come across these things that are so niche. It's the we sell salsa Southwest style to only this group. And I'm like, wow, that's extremely niche, but they know who they are, you know, and good for them, right? And I think you nailed it with Southwest. It's kind of like, hey, they may alienate some but they know their audience and they've got a great fanfare because I think they've been able to state who they are and then really actually drive that through to execution so that's fun oh sorry go ahead
0: no I heard a quote once and um unfortunately I didn't write down who said it but it is on a sticky on a sticky note in my office um (laughs) because because it's kind of like a um mantra that I try to remind myself and I want to share it with the listeners you know if your brand is your promise and your customer experience is the perception in the moment right Mm -hmm. think about this and this is the quote a poor promise will starve a great experience a poor experience will break a great promise yeah and either will render the brand unfit to compete and I think that sums up very nicely why I say what I said about Southwest. Right, it it has to flow together, and um, if if one or the other fails, your brand becomes unfit to compete. Ah, yeah. So you have to you have to m- marry the two in the perfect way.
1: That's so powerful. I, I I love that. You'll have to see if you can if you figure out who who got the quote. Let me know. That'd be a fun one to kind of continue to marry Um. Okay, so we've got this idea of you got to recognize the gap. I love this idea of getting the strat, not having that disconnect. Strategy at top and execution falters. Make sure you bring them together. What's kind of the third big thing that you try to bring out with brands as you talk about this strategy?
0: The understanding, and this is something that I, uh, this is the first touch point actually. Well, let let me say the big first thing besides realizing the gap. Um, is to understand and set an intentional, intentional north star. And that is a crucial component to creating this net, you know, to creating this network of positive experiences.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: So you wow. have to move from a transactional mindset to a relationship mindset. And that is a, that is a, a, a crucial work that needs to get done when you when you try to connect establish connectivity between brand strategy and customer experience because most most businesses most brands most organizations are concerned about sales revenue right and let's not be let's not be coy and right. let's we all understand that in the end, brand strategy, customer experience are good for the bottom line if you do it right. But you part of that is to have to make a mindset shift and a cultural shift to just be focused on that aspect. Hmm. You have to be focused on building relationships and the transactions and the bottom line will come automatically.
1: Yeah.
0: So if you think, are if you yes, go ahead.
1: Yeah, I was gonna say I love that last but I think you know the you trust you, you trust where you're going and then that bottom line starts to translate. I think that's where you've got yeah. just it's a hard thing to navigate, but you 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 get to that place where I think you feel comfortable, and you see winning, and then winning breeds more and more success. So I think that is that's a very powerful point. Um, as you as we think about brand, we hit a bunch of different points today, Tina real interesting information as you start to think about the structure, frameworks, and lessons learned around brand strategy. We've got a lot of organizations thinking about this, wanting to start this journey. How would you summarize or what would be kind of a leave behind that you'd give to the audience as they think about taking this journey themselves?
0: I would say first and foremost, for your brand strategy to drive CX and for CX to be a lens on your brand strategy both teams have to work together. I bet in, you, in in most of our listeners' organizations, they are two separate teams. You have to bring them to the table and they have to work to the same table and they have to work in parallel. Developing the brand while learning about the customer and developing the customer experience while you're developing the brand strategy. If they are disconnected, customers will most likely be driven by convenience. They will most likely be driven by any features or benefits that you talk about, but that lacks the emotional connection, right? That lacks the emotion and the relationship that I just talked about. And your customers will never become loyal customers. So CX is not only about managing pain points because that will not make you stand out. The way to transform the business and really be customer centric is through the lens of your brand values and through the lens of your voice of the customer. And so taking a good hard look at your organization and thinking uh, of CX as your overall brand experience lets you think more widely about what experience is. And then I think ultimately it lets you deliver on both, um, Hmm. which is your brand purpose, and the promises that you're making in the experience.
1: Oh, that's so fun. Yeah, those are great points. Um, Okay, so Bettina, really appreciate the conversation today, um, all about brand strategy and tying that to the overall CX. If um, someone wanted to get in touch or learn a little bit more about this, what would be the best way to do that?
0: Yeah, reach out to me on Twitter, tweet at me, send me a message. Uh, It's at Bettina underscore says uh e-e-t-t-i-n-a underscore says
1: perfect perfect all look right forward to yeah. hearing from y'all yeah. we'll make sure we include that again so appreciate you taking the time today bettina for the audience have a fantastic day bye-bye
0: thank you for listening make sure you subscribe to hear more customer service secrets